MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. Make sure you go to MeUndies.com slash Gilbert to get 20% off your first order. I'm sold. Amazing Colossal Podcast Producer of the Month is DFA Records. Thank you, DFA Records. Be just like DFA Records and get rewarded for supporting our podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Godfrey. For a set amount each month, you can get some colossal benefits, such as access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, early access to tickets to live podcast tapings, exclusive video hangouts, and just added, I will record a personalized roast of you and only you so you can share with your friends me telling you what a schmuck you are. Well, I don't have to join Patreon for that. And you don't have to pay me either (laughs) because you are a schmuck. That I do for free. I want no money. That's my... I just speak Uh, the truth. I'm so blessed. You are a schmuck. So go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Godfrey. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Godfrey. Thank you for your generosity. And thank you, DFA Records. Okay, this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions it is and so the film i'm picking is humphrey bogart yet again Ooh, and this is petrified forest you know i've never seen it is this where he's duke manti uh yes yes yeah yes i know the film and i've never seen it i'm ashamed to say he holds this like roadside diner in the middle of nowhere hostage he escapes from jail and Petrified Forest was originally on Broadway. It was a Broadway show, and it had Humphrey Bogart and Leslie Howard. Oh, yes. Uh, English Jew. Leslie oh, Howard, Leslie Howard yes. was Jewish? Yes. That Leslie is a scoop. I did not know that. Jew. That's a scoop. <laughs> do you get all this information? Do you get a newsletter? How do you yes. get sent and to the Bogart house? Bogart was married to a Jew. Lauren Bacall. Lauren Bacall. Sure. But how do, you know, how do you know that each one of yes. these actors, <laughs> where, is this, where is this information compiled? The only one I'm not sure of is Alan King. Right. Him. Right. He, he could be. Uh, Jackie Mason. But, yeah. But, <laughs> 
Theodore Bacall is still in yeah, question. Yeah, Lou Jacoby. <laughs> but it, so it, the play was a big hit. Right. And they wanted to make it into a movie. And they definitely wanted Leslie Howard because he was a big star at the time. And Bogart wasn't that wasn't known. And so they said, we want a big actor for this part. We don't want Bogart. And Leslie Howard uh, stood up for Bogart. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah. And he said, well, I won't do it unless you cast Humphrey Bogart as Duke Manti, unless he reprises his role. And Humphrey Bogart wound up naming one of his children Leslie. Wow. Yeah. Good trivia. After, after Leslie Howard, yeah. You would look at, at a sort of a cream puff actor like Leslie Howard and a tough guy like Bogart and not think that they had anything oh, in common, yeah. that they shared anything. And Because Leslie Howard played dandies. And oh, played, yes, yes, yes. Light, light leading men. Fops, Fops, yes, light leading men. And Oh, and Leslie Howard died tragically. Did he die in a plane crash? Yeah. yeah. I, th- he, I think he was doing a mission. I believe he did. Uh, yeah. During World War II. Yeah, that's true. And the, the Nazis shot the plane down. Yep, yep. Well, most people would know him if they haven't seen The Petrified Forest. His most famous role was Ashley Wilkes in Gone with the Wind. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But he was in Pygmalion. He was in a lot of stuff. And I remember in Petrified Forest, there's one part where there's some old man talking and Leslie Howard tells him to shut up. And Bogart, who's the escaped killer, stands up and he goes... Why are you talking to an old man like that? You do that again, I'll slug you. And then he shakes his head as he's walking away going, talking to an old man like that. (laughs) It's almost as good as Bud Abbott saying, put your arms down. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, petrified forest. Well, that sort and of put, Betty Davis. Yeah, Betty Davis, yeah. right? And that sort of put Bogart on the map as a and but but in, but also kind of uh, some people say put him on the road toward playing gangsters oh, and hoods. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. tough guy part. Yeah, yeah. I like High Sierra too. Oh yes. By the way, yeah, petrified forest. I have never seen. I know Betty Davis is in it. Leslie Howard. I can't remember the director. Um. Nothing is coming to mind, but uh, I have to see that Irving one. Lipschitz. No, Irving Yeah, yeah, it was the no, director. No. <laughs> he, he also did Gone with the Wind. You've recommended, <laughs> I think, now three Bogart movies. You've done African Queen. Did I recommend African Queen? You did. I did. Did you, did you recommend African Queen? I don't Queen? think. No, no, no. We, we did not. We didn't talk about African Queen. We talked about uh, The Heart the, of They Fall. And, and Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. And you recommended uh, Sierra Madre. of Sierra Madre. Yeah. I don't know where I got African Queen and, from. And, well, I, I think where we started talking about African Queen, yet another Jew, Theodore Bikel. That's right. We were African eulogizing Queen. Theodore Bikel. And when we had Mario Cantone on the show, you were doing you were doing Bogart to his Hepburn. We did a little, we did a little African Queen. Now, Gilbert. We all know how sexy confidence could be. Yes, with me, it's a curse. <laughs> the sexy confidence that I have. It's, you know, it, it looks like a gift, but it's its a curse. Well, I want to tell you, by the way, speaking of confidence, you're very fetching today in your, in your, uh, your creamsicle-colored polo shirt. Yes. <laughs> 
turning me on a little bit. Yeah. But how great would you feel if your underwear is wrinkling and riding up? You can't be confident yeah, when that's see, happening. Yeah, I have to tape my underwear. Uh, <laughs> you tape so, it? Yeah, so it doesn't start riding upwards. Now, me undies gets that, and that's why they've created the world's most comfortable underwear, and it's for a daily dose of confidence, not that you need anymore. Yeah, I need a dose of something. <laughs> now, when you look good. Yeah, because I've got a burning <laughs> sensation. <laughs> so oh, Maalox. I definitely need a dose. <laughs> and acid. Yes. When you look good, you feel great, Gilbert. It's a cliche. Because it's true. Me Undies understands this, and that's why they've designed underwear that makes you look and feel fantastic. I'll tell you more. Oh, please. Me Undies is made from Modal. Are you yeah, familiar with Modal? It's not antacid, uh, the burning sensation. <laughs> what is it? It's when I urinate. <laughs> well, that's, that's why. That's something that they can't help you with. Yeah. Modal is a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah? That means it's twice as soft, buddy, as whatever underwear you happen to be wearing Wonderful right now. friend of mine. Don't call me, buddy. Please. It's uh, Me Undies has come in tons of colors and styles. It may even match that shirt you're wearing. Yeah. And the only place to get matching pairs for men and women, uh, they even release a new design every month. I have them ship me. You have Me Undies. The newest designs. <laughs> Every month. I can't believe you wear underwear that isn't stolen from yeah, some hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I get excited. Yes. We know that paying for shipping sucks. So me undies has removed that from the equation. All orders in the US and Canada ship for free. Free, did you say? Free. Wow. MeUndies even has a money-back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get to keep it for free. You literally have nothing to lose. Is there a way to sweeten the deal? To sweeten the deal, <laughs> MeUndies is offering you 20%. Off your first order at MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. That's a special offer for my listeners. Make sure you go to MeUndies.com slash Gilbert to get 20% off your first order. And so that they know... We sent you. My movie was is uh, a, a more contemporary film uh, uh, made in the 70s uh, uh, by uh, the great Fred Zinneman, who made High Noon and, and many other pictures. Um, it's, a, it's a thriller uh, called The Day of the Jackal. You know this picture? Oh, yes. It's about Edward Fox, who's a British actor, plays an assassin called the Jackal, who's been hired to assassinate Charles de Gaulle, the French president. And it's a meticulous thriller. It's a long film, but it's very, very rewarding. Um, I, I, I don't want to say a lot about it because to talk about it is, is, is really to give a lot away. Um, Michael Lonsdale who I mentioned played, uh, and I'll show you his picture after we're done, and you'll say, oh, that guy. Yes. Uh, probably most famous, a British actor, probably most famous for playing uh, Hugo Drax, the villain in Moonraker, for our Bond <laughs> yes. for our Bond fans, is, is sort of the genius detective 
that's on his that's on his trail. And it's one of these cat and mouse stories. Oh yeah, where the brilliant. Have you seen it? I years ago. Yeah, it's a it's a now, re- now really crackerjack film. Remake Day of the Jackal with Richard Gere. They made it poorly with Richard yeah. Gere and, and where he's and like Bruce an Willis. Irish terrorist. Yeah, they changed the story. And, yeah. The original Day of the Jackal was based on a, on a novel by Frederick Forsyth. Uh, an author of thrillers, and and he wanted nothing to do with the with the Jackal remake. And I, and there's a story that Zinnemann uh, actually fought the studio to to prevent them from using the title "The Day of the Jackal." Oh, yeah. When they made uh, uh, the second film is not very good. I yeah, remember and being Sidney very... Poitier's in it. I think it's one of his I last think so. film appearances. Yeah, well, Sidney Sidney Poitier must have retired. I don't see him in anything. Yeah. I yeah, just, he's been retired for years. I now. rented Sneakers recently, which was a a, a a caper movie with Robert Redford and Sidney Poitier, and that actor David Strathern. You know that actor? Oh yes, yeah. yes. And my wife and I were saying, whatever happened to Sidney Poitier? He must have uh, he must have retired. But Day of the Jackal is very good, and it's it falls into that that subgenre of assassination movies. Now here, yeah. You're not going to tell me Sidney Poitier was a Jew. No. Uh, It's a Jew. But (laughs) Sidney Poitier Uh told a story when he was a struggling kid. He worked as a busboy in a restaurant. And one day he was looking at a newspaper and this Jewish waiter walked over to him and said, what are you reading? And he found out that Poitier really couldn't read. At that point. Really? And he said that this Jewish waiter would sit with him, take time out of the day, and sit with him and teach him how to read. So the sto- that's, a, that's a touching story. And ultimately, it's about someone else being a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> so it all comes back. <laughs> Poitier wasn't Jewish, but his tutor was yes, Jewish. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Sidney Poitier fan, but but uh, but I digress. Uh, uh, Day of the Jackal, uh, it's it's a taut thriller. There's a there's a there's really a lot to like about it. Uh, like I said, it's it's long, but it but it's very very rewarding, and it's it's it it takes its time. Um, it's very smart. Uh, one of Zinnemann's, I think, last films, um, probably one of his two or three. Uh, Last films, and as I was saying, it's it's. I like smart films about assassinations. There's a there's the Manchurian Candidate. Oh, yeah. There's the, the the Sinatra one. Suddenly, with I think Sterling Hayden. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Clint Eastwood's In the Line of Fire with John Malkovich as the assassin. Oh yeah, which is also very good. Uh, and I'm now I can't think of our listeners will write in and and, and name more. But uh, when those films, they're like prison escape movies. When they're done well, oh, yeah. they're really done well. Um, so Day of the Jackal, uh, Edward Fox, it's a British cast. Uh, I think the year, hold on, I'm going to look it up. I think the year is 1973. Describes it as an Anglo-French political thriller. Um, Derek Jacobi turns up, as I said. It's, it's very, very smart. Do not watch the, uh, the, the remake, uh, The Jackal. And mine again, Petrified Forest, which, you know, you could tell. Is like basically a film play when you see it, yeah. but it doesn't hurt it. Yeah, I love those. Uh, was it a Warner Brothers gangster movie? I don't know. I, love, I know Bogard was like the star of Warner Brothers. Yeah, I watched Roaring Twenties before. I, I watched Roaring Twenties recently, and it was so good. Yeah. Oh, great. And White Heat. Yeah. And all of them. And, and yeah, but Petrified Farts is a lot of fun to watch. Shame on me, I haven't seen that one. 
So petrified forest and a, and a, and the day of the jackal. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Charles de Gaulle, not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's in question. Yeah.